Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? Judas did not participate. He left the table. And why did he leave the table? He left the table to betray the king of kings, to betray God in the flesh. And that's a powerful lesson for all of us. You know, let us remember each one of us, every believer is called to commune with our Lord, not to betray him in our actions, but to commune with him on a daily basis, to love him and to serve him. And sometimes, you know, we act like Judas when we deny him with our lifestyle. And it's just a challenge, again, it's not to, you know, one of these things where you've already been beaten up by the Bible a couple times today already, I'm just getting started. But the truth is, is, is we should do it because we love him, because we're in total love with our Savior. You need to love him more than you love your sin. I just think that's a, that's a beautiful way to look at it. And so today, though, we're going to see at the end of the Seder meal, after Jesus institutes baptism, they're going to leave the upper room, And that's where we start today. Mark chapter 14, starting at verse 26, I'll read through verse 31. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, even if all are made to stumble, yet I will not be. Jesus said to him, assuredly, I say to you that today, even this night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. Verse 31, but he spoke more vehemently. If I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And they all said likewise. Let's pray. Father, this is your word. Lord, we invite you in a powerful way. Pour out your spirit upon each one of us. Clear our minds and our hearts of this last week, of all the clutter of this world. Lord, put aside our flesh and just help us to focus on you in this moment. Let your word change us from the inside out. We praise you and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. And so I think this is really powerful, but we almost miss it because it's just one verse. It says that they sang a hymn and they went to the Mount of Olives. Just think about this. I want you to understand this. So in the the Passover Seder, there are what is called the Hallel Psalms. Psalm 113 through Psalm 118 are, are saying, in the Talmud it was a tradition, during Jesus' day it was a very, very uh, crucial um, thing to do, was to sing the Hallel songs. Hallel just means praise. It's Psalm 113 through Psalm 118. And they would sing these, these psalms through, periodically through the, uh, the Seder meal. And so I want you to understand this. What's going on here is they sing this hymn. The last couple psalms, Psalm 117 and 118, they're technically called hymns. And so Jesus and the rest of his disciples most likely would have been singing Psalm 118. Psalm 118. And I also want to remind us, think about this for a second. 
Jesus knows he's going to the cross the next day. He knows he's going to be brutally crucified. He's going to be beaten. He's going to be spat upon. He's going to be all of these things. Jesus knew what was coming. And yet he still sang a song. He still sang with his disciples. He still praised the Lord. What a powerful example. No matter what you're going through in life, sing a song to the Lord. Sing unto him. Because here's the thing. Something beautiful happens when we do that. Also, just contemplate this. Think about it. Jesus is singing with his 11 disciples because Judas is gone. How beautiful must that song have been? Have you ever thought about what Jesus' singing voice might have sounded like? It, for me, I don't know. Again, these are the things maybe I just think about. I don't know. But just think about how beautiful it must have sounded as Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, sang. Sang unto the heavens. Sang with his men. It must have been beautiful. I just think that it's a powerful lesson, though, because he knew what was coming, and yet he still sang. But Psalm 118, I want to read some passages out of Psalm 118. I won't spend a huge time here, but I want you to just pay attention to all the prophetic passages, all the prophetic words, all the things that are referring to what he's about to endure in this psalm. I just selected some of the verses out of this psalm, Psalm 118. The very psalm Jesus would have sang, look at this. In verse 1, it starts with, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. He's facing the cross, and he's singing that because he knows what's coming. Verse 5 and 6 says, I called on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? That is powerful. When you understand he's singing these words, he knows what's coming. Verse 12 through 14 says, They surrounded me like bees. They were quenched like a fire of thorns. Look at that. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. You pushed me violently that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. Verse 14, listen to this. The Lord is my strength and song and has become, and he has become my salvation. And we know Jesus, the very reason of the cross is salvation. And then listen to this. If that's not powerful enough, verses 17 through 21. I shall not die. But live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go through them and I will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous shall enter. I will praise you for you have answered me and have become my salvation. Jesus Christ is the gate to righteousness. He's singing this with his men. He knows what's coming. And all of this is relating. You know, I told Robin I had to kind of walk away when she sang that last song about moms. Just because, you know, I didn't want to be a, you know, a mess before coming up here to, to teach. But think of what the Lord is going through. He's going to suffer and die for us. He's singing these very words that proclaim it. Yet he's never deterred. Pretty amazing. Verses 22 through 24 add this. This might sound familiar to you. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Revelation 13.8 tells us that Jesus Christ is the lamb slain from the foundation of the earth. This is no afterthought. This is God's plan that's in play. This is not man. This is the plan of salvation. And Jesus is singing about it. And I love how he's, the next passage I'm going to read to you, verse 25 through 28, it starts with Hosanna, save now, Hoshiana. 
I pray, O Lord, O Lord, I pray, sin now prosperity. Verse 26, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Sound familiar? Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. He just heard that a few days earlier. And it goes on and it says, we have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord. Emmanuel, God with us. God is the Lord. And he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horn of the altar. You are my God and I will praise you. You are my God and I will exalt you. When you ponder what Jesus was singing and he understood what was going to happen, that's a powerful psalm. That's a powerful song. And he wasn't deterred. So just imagine that. In verse 14, or, uh, Mark 14, verse 26 again, and when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. One little verse. You could spend a lot of time on that one little verse just looking at the psalms that they sang. Psalm 113 through Psalm 118. It's pretty powerful. And you go look at all the prophetic messages in those psalms, it's incredible. But then we see that they left. They, they leave Jerusalem and they go down into the Kidron Valley over to the Mount of Olives. And they gather in a place that's very special. But I also want us to understand this. That day the priest had begun to sacrifice the lamb. That day. The Kidron Valley runs between the Mount of Olives and Jerusalem. Jesus and his, his disciples would have walked down there. There used to be a little creek, or crick if you're from other places, or brook. You know, I have a daughter-in-law named Brooke, so that gets a little confused. But there's this little creek that would run through that valley. And it was, it, was, it was just a little bit of water. But what would happen during Passover, during this time, is the blood would be channeled down into that creek to flow out the Kidron Creek, to flow out and down. So understand the picture here. The lamb who takes away the sin of the world, the lamb slain from the foundation of the earth, is walking with his men, crossing over the stream of blood of the lambs being sacrificed in Jerusalem. It's a beautiful picture when you understand what's being said in the scripture. When you understand the picture here, it's beautiful. And he goes over verse 27 and 28, we're going to find out. But it says this, then Jesus said to them, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. Verse 28, but after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Here's the thing about that. Jesus is talking to them. He tells them really good news. Did you see the good news? Did you see the good news in there? He said, but after I have been raised, what? I will go before you to Galilee. There's good news in there. But isn't it human nature to just focus on the bad? <laughs> and especially when it pertains to self. You know, uh, I remember Pastor Chuck used to say, whenever you see a group photo, who's the first person you always look for? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know. You're looking for yourself. Did you have a good hair day, you know, or whatever? Was I smiling? Were my eyes closed? Whenever things pertain to self, whenever we hear any kind of bad news, we tend to focus on self. And the, here is no different. He tells them very good news amongst the troubling news, but all they see is the bad news, that all of them will be made to stumble. But understand this, while they didn't hear the good news, Jesus was focused on the good news. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, 
and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, GolgothaFellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A Fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.